I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Q&A, our regular podcast offering from the Hindustan Times. I'm Prashant Jha, the editor, views of the newspaper. In a recent interaction with chief ministers, Prime Minister Narendra Modi said that the battle against the coronavirus pandemic has two dimensions, health and economy. Therefore, it requires a two-pronged approach, preserving public health and reviving economic activity. In this edition of Q&A, on the 37th day of the lockdown, I would like to focus on both these dimensions and India's challenges. First up, what was India's health strategy? Ever since the news of the spread of the coronavirus disease spread, India decided that the best way to tackle it in the absence of a cure or a vaccine was enforcing strict social distancing norms. That is why India imposed one of the most stringent lockdowns anywhere in the world on March 24th or the midnight of March 25th when India just had 500 cases. The first lockdown was till April 14th, as we all know. It was then extended to May 3rd. The idea behind it was simple. Coronavirus disease was highly contagious. Break human-to-human interface. And if you're able to reduce human-to-human interface, the rate of transmission of the disease would diminish. This would then flatten the curve of infections. So if people stayed at homes, if markets were closed, if there were no public gatherings, if there were no factory plants which were operational, if there was no public transport which was available, if there was no travel, if there was no hospitality industry, there would be limited mobility and therefore limited interaction. India now has over 30,000 cases and over 1,000 deaths. Has the strategy worked? Many believe that if the lockdown had not taken place, the number of infections and the number of deaths would have been a lot higher. This is convincing. At the same time, India used this period to ramp up its testing facilities, to create hospital beds, to enhance the number of dedicated COVID-19 facilities, and to procure personal protective equipment for medical personnel who were coming in close contact with those who were infected. Many believe that while these measures are laudable, a lot more needed to be done. India should have been testing even more. The idea behind the testing facility and increasing testing facility is simple. You test more, you get to know who is infected, you isolate them, you quarantine them, and you reduce the possibility of them infecting others. As we now know, 80 to 85% of the people who get the disease recover. The challenge is in identifying them and keeping them in isolation facilities so that they don't transfer it to others. There are also experts who believe that India has been slow in procuring PPEs, personal protective equipment for healthcare professionals, who are frontline warriors in this battle. 
India will need to do a lot more to both increase testing, to provide PPEs, as well as to ensure that if there is a surge of cases, India's health system is prepared for it. But broadly speaking, India's strategy, health strategy of dealing with the coronavirus pandemic has rested on lockdowns and restrictions in mobility and economic activity. This then brings us to the second dimension. What has been the economic challenge? There is a clear trade-off here. India decided in the initial phase that to preserve lives, livelihoods had to be put on hold. You allow economic activity, that would entail human-to-human interaction, that would therefore spread or increase the risk of spreading of the coronavirus disease. This is why the Prime Minister in one of his first statements talked about Jaan hai to Jahan hai. If there is life, there is a world. However, by April 14th, there was a calibrated policy shift. The Prime Minister then said Jaan bhi or Jahan bhi which meant saving lives as well as livelihoods, saving lives as well as preserving the world outside. To implement this formulation, the government from April 20th put in several relaxations for economic activities, particularly in green zones. Green zones are regions, districts, which are broadly unaffected by the coronavirus disease. As we move forward to May 3rd, the last week of the lockdown, this has become an urgent necessity now, addressing the economic costs. The economy is in shambles. And this is natural. Supply chains are broken. There is limited demand. Public finances of all state governments have dwindled considerably. And it has become urgent for the government to produce a major fiscal stimulus package which would help different sectors of the economy revive. It also means that the government will slowly have to start easing restrictions. In the weeks ahead, it appears that the government is going to make a distinction between the red zones, which are the most severely affected districts and containment zones, and continue with the lockdown there, while enforcing greater relaxations or introducing greater relaxations in the green and orange zones, which are less affected or not affected at all. The government hopes that green zones will then become a model for life and economic activity as the battle against the disease progresses. Where does India stand today? India continues to face both these challenges. On the health front, as restrictions ease, it is highly possible that the number of cases will surge. We still do not know why or whether India has peaked or not. On the economic front, given the sector-wise crisis, given the increase in unemployment, given the broken finances of Several industries, particularly MSMEs, medium, small, micro enterprises, given that migrant workers have suffered so much, it is very likely that India will need a very large package and several years of economic work to revive the momentum that has been lost. These are difficult times. India will have to address both these challenges simultaneously. If you have questions you want to ask us, please feel free to write to us. Please follow all our podcasts on hdsmartcasts.com. We're also on social media and follow our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter handles at hdsmartcasts. Stay safe, stay home, take care. Till next week.
Thank you. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.